0: Texas. They say everything's bigger here and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and even bigger stakes. This is beef country. Texas. Home to the Alamo, the Cowboys, and the largest military installation known to man. So big. It has a big name, Fort Hood, the great place. It's got a Texas-sized podcast as well. And this is it, right here, Fort Hood's great, big podcast, Yeehaw.
1: I don't know. I'm somewhere over there.
2: You're on. All right. Midnight confession time. Uh-oh. I, really? Uh oh. Yeah, really? This, this
1: is not like truth or dare, is it?
2: No. I'll no. take the dare. Man. Keep your clothes on, Dave. <laughs> no, I have, uh, over the last two podcasts, I have been proclaiming members of my family who went to K State. Yeah. Apparently, I forgot another one. Oh, way to go. Mary Mabe went Very to mean. k-state i don't know how i could have forgotten that
1: you didn't get beat up for saying the one guy was in lawrence where kansas no. jayhawks are
2: well the the thing about that is nobody listened to our last podcast oh, so nobody noticed it all right no and i'm serious nobody listened to it uh, go back uh, if you're listening to this now stop this go back so, listen to the last so, one you'll so, find nobody there. so
1: my major faux pas mm-hmm. went unnoticed yes proclaiming last weekend as Father's Day. oh yeah you
2: did that i did that yeah dave said that last weekend was father's day Uh, happy father's
1: day blah blah he had
2: me convinced i'm so terrible with dates all right that
1: but it is this coming weekend now
2: yes it is this coming weekend
1: so you know shout out to your dad
2: yeah happy father's day dad again again now i don't have to tell you next year Uh, because you did twice already yeah Uh, absolutely check check absolutely okay Absolutely, you know it's been uh, from from faux pas and <laughs> uh, and forgetfulness. It's been a wild week, <sighs> yeah, here it is. at uh, at Fort Hood, um, and it's only the summer's only started, hasn't it? We, we're into the nineties regularly, yeah, every day. I'll tell you something I missed in Japan that you have here at Fort Hood that we had in Kansas as well, mm-hmm. and that is those great summer thunderstorms that roll in across the plains oh, and you yeah. just get the thunder and lightning and the deluge of water they don't they don't have i don't, I don't like take
1: that. the flooding so much but no you know. the flooding if it lasts too long yeah then you yeah. have things floating away
2: we have a little creek that we can see off our balcony friars that, creek. yeah friars creek
1: yeah i run it all the time
2: and uh when it when it rains it like that creek goes nuts uh, and you see all the trash i call it trash creek yeah you see true. all the trash go down the creek
1: oh yeah it's you know teenagers hanging out down by the creek
2: mm-hmm. party getting the malaria because <laughs> all the the mosquitoes <sighs> but no it's been a it's been a crazy week um on social media we had our i think our biggest post ever yeah it's it's ever it I think went so too. nuts um within 16 hours a million, two. Yeah. Uh one million two hundred thousand people plus. It's probably hired Growing. now. Growing. Now. What is it now? Tell me, internet. Have you ever noticed that the Facebook app is not a great app? I wanted to use a different word, but I didn't because this is a family program. Yeah. It, I, it takes so many pushes to get to where I want to see, and then sometimes it doesn't even take me there. What are we at now? We are at a one million three. Yep. So with sixteen in less
1: than twenty four hours.
2: Yes, uh, sixteen thousand shares plus mm-hmm. one thousand plus reactions, thousands of comments on it. And, and this it, is big news. Yeah, and unfortunately, we like for stuff like that to be positive news. news. Yeah, that's tough. This is not. This is. Uh, this hits to every member of Fort Hood. This hits to all the families out there, anybody who's ever been associated with Fort Hood. This strikes right at their heart, and that is the search for PFC Vanessa Guillen. Yep. She has been missing now for over 50 days. Yep. We uh, we are looking for her. Uh, the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Command is offering a reward of up to twenty five thousand dollars so they raised it yeah they did um they went up from 15 to twenty five thousand dollars for credible information leading to the whereabouts of pfc vanessa guillen yep now pfc guillen or vanessa she's called widely on the internet Mm -hmm. um, is a 20 year old female she was last seen april 22nd on fort hood between the times of 11.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. Uh, in the parking lot of the 3rd Cavalry regiment Regimental uh, Headquarters right. here on post. And nobody's... Nobody's seen her since. Nope, nothing. Uh, her car keys, her barracks room key, her identification card or ID card, uh, her wallet were all found in the armory room. Her phone was not there. She had been working that day right in the armory room she was last seen in the parking lot they think she was wearing a black t-shirt and purple fitness type you know those really tight mm-hmm. pants yoga pants uh, yeah because she likes to run she was a runner so mm-hmm. people think uh, it, it makes sense that she was getting ready to run now if you'll remember back to april 22nd here on post that's when people were sheltering in place from coronavirus right so there weren't a lot of people out no at that time very few out and about and a lot of the uh the units were at minimum manning yeah so either you were considered essential employees like we were so mm-hmm. we showed up every day or if they needed you they would call you and come in but the whole office wasn't there right. at that time right uh, vanessa is originally from houston okay, and she has close ties with her family there Her family's been really involved in this, really vocal. They've been helping to get the word out. Mm -hmm. And this is becoming a national sensation, a national search for Vanessa. There are a lot of people looking for her. Um, Vanessa is of Hispanic descent. She's about five feet, two inches tall. She weighs 126 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. She was a 91 foxtrot in the Army, which is a small arms artillery repairer, right? Okay. So she was good at... at, Arms room stuff. Yeah, Yeah. tinkering, fixing stuff, Mm -hmm. working with their hands. It's an important job. Man, if you know anything, you got to let them know, all right? There's a phone number that you can call. It is 254-287-2722. Or if you want to call the military police desk here on Post, Mm -hmm. you can call 254 288 1170. Now, I do want to address something. There's been a lot of bad information Mm -hmm. that's going because when something becomes a national issue, when it grabs the attention of so many people. Yeah sometimes did you ever play that uh that game when you were in school where you, you somebody comes up with a, a statement and they whisper it in someone's ear and then i think they call it telephone line right. and someone whispers it and by someone's the time there, it gets to the 10th person something it, totally different yeah. and that has happened here where ideas and rumors have grown legs and spread and now people are making assertions online that have no basis in fact And that's actually, it makes it a little more difficult for the investigators because the more junk that's out there, they've got to sort through it and find the truth. Right. So I do want to say this Fort hood's social media puts out the information that has been verified and that we know by army criminal investigation, criminal investigation. They're working with the FBI there's multiple agencies involved in this, and the unit itself. At one point, they've had 500 soldiers walking out here on Fort Hood right, looking for anything. They are turning this, this installation inside out, trying to find Vanessa. Yeah. We're doing everything we can. So once again, if, if anybody has any inkling, any idea... Yeah, give those numbers again. Yeah, It is 254- 287-2722. that's the army criminal investigation division special agents and that's like i mean for folks that don't know the army that's like ncis right like that those folks on tv
1: that's a navy thing
2: yeah all right they're the navy this is the army version of the navy thing or you can reach out to the military police desk here at fort hood at 254-288-1170 you can remain anonymous. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for anything you can give. Anything. And in the meantime, we'll keep you updated on social media. If we have anything to put out, absolutely. We will put it out there. If we don't put out anything, if you're not seeing anything in there, that doesn't mean we're not looking. It just means we don't have any new information to put out. Exactly. So we are looking every day this is a top priority for us yeah it is yeah we wouldn't be talking about it right now if it wasn't so started off the show with that our thoughts and prayers are with her and with her family absolutely hope she is we hope to see her soon is what we hope every day and we
1: have an interview coming up Mm -hmm. right after this
2: we do
3: stay tuned what is life? What are the the people honorable people discharge of so disgusting? disgusting. Where'd my firing? Which end of the horse do I stick the carrot in? Sporky asks a question. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Sporky here, and I've got a big question. What is OPSEC?
4: Spork utensil. How is it that you don't know about operational security?
3: Annie pumpkin. No need to be so formal. You can call me Sporky. All my friends do. And I know all about operate, Pooh papa poo poo. But what is OPSEC? Operational Security's OPSEC fork utensil. Ooh, maybe it's OPSEC's. That's spicy. Where do babies come from? Fork utensil. It must have something to do with the military and things. I know. I'll take pictures of stuff all over Post and put them on the internet and ask. Is this OPSEC? Is this OPSEC? Pork
4: utensil, you better not. like OPSEC. Look, there are five steps to OPSEC. Identifying critical information, Mm. identifying the threat, assessing vulnerabilities, analyzing the risk, and developing and applying countermeasures. The OPSEC is pretty common sense, like not talking about troop movements or other sensitive things.
3: (gasps) you mean it's a process ...by which organizations assess and protect information about things that could, if properly analyzed and grouped with other data by a clever adversary, reveal a bigger picture than ought to stay hidden! That's exactly right, Fork Thingy! And like they used to say, loose lips think ships. Ooh, I'd love a good submarine joke, but seriously... Where do babies come from? Oh,
4: my goodness gracious.
2: Practicing good OPSEC is everybody's job. Protect your fellow service members. Don't be a Sporky. You know I don't, you. Come
3: on. You're already singing it. Fort
0: Hood's great big podcast. Saving you from coronavirus since February 20th, 2020.
3: When the night
0: has come. Job
4: and a is your day going well,
2: Charlie? Why would it not be? I'm here with you all.
4: Aww. Uh, Isn't yeah. that
2: the greatest thing of all?
4: It just got better.
2: Mm-hmm. The greatest love of all <laughs> is oh, being in the podcast room with all <laughs> of you. <laughs> do,
4: do, 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 do.
2: So tell me about your filtration. You or We were talking off air. Yes. About your three-part filtration yes. system for my water. Yes. What about that?
4: It just it cleans out all the the harsh minerals and and th- and particles in the water. Now, is
2: this coming right off the tap or is this? No, in the-
4: I get I, I get my water from a dispenser and then I I put it in. So wait, a another, dispenser?
2: Mm-hmm. Isn't it already being filtered in the dispenser?
4: It is, but then I filter it again.
2: When did you become such a water snob? <laughs>
4: uh about six months ago
2: (laughs) really what happened what was the event six months ago
4: well i was so i was filling up my ice cube trays with water from the sink and i Mm -hmm. was noticing a lot of like things in my in my frozen ice cubes and i i didn't like that so i kind of got
2: like bugs
4: not bugs just like cloudy it was cloudy Mm -hmm. and i didn't like that and i was reading up on like how water can affect like the, the quality of your water can affect you, like your performance and like mm-hmm. your clarity and things that like that.
5: That
1: explains a lot. Yeah,
2: that explains <laughs> so much. Yeah. That uh, that huge increase we've seen in productivity in you in the last six months is fully explained.
1: <laughs> That's why you've been doing the push-ups.
2: Yeah. the oh, like, yeah. that, that water.
4: The water. The water did all the work. You
2: didn't actually have an arm issue at all. It was yes. water. It was just bad water.
4: That's right. The, wa- oh. the clean water cured my injury.
2: So how many... Filters is that four or more filters before the water reaches the lips?
4: I think, yeah, four, four filters. And it's it's so good.
2: Can you so, really now I taste can't go the back. difference? Yes, I can for wow. sure. Yeah. So you'd recommend to anyone filtering? Yes, the water. Of do course. you do you turn on your tap for thirty seconds uh, first thing in the morning before? Doing that because you know you have to do that. In order it's a for
1: dispenser. That.
4: It's not my tap. It's not the tap. She would oh, not you?
1: drink. Wait, tap whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah,
2: so yeah, yeah. you're like getting, buying bottles mm-hmm. of water from somewhere else that is to then dispensed to you. So you've really mm-hmm. you're in There's this a up to your elbows. You're, you're yeah.
1: filtering filtered water. water. You yes. For.
2: yes, she's filtering filtered water. I am.
4: Yes. I'm going the distance. So
1: yeah. if it's mineral water, you're taking the minerals out. Yes. That, why not just buy distilled water?
4: I am buying distilled water. Oh, there you go. In the gallons.
2: So you're buying the water's already distilled, but yeah. you're distilling it further. Yes. So you must not have to replace those filters very often. No. All right. Upside. Yeah. I guess. Upside to that. It's yeah. good to know you're so clean. <laughs> I got a question. When you're in the shower, <laughs> do you ever drink the water? No. What about toothbrushing? Where does that water come from?
4: I do use the tap water for the toothbrush. So you don't, I don't swallow the water though. I know I like my absorb it like through my gums and stuff, but hmm. I'm not I'm not full on snob about all You could the water. you could use that I water. I could. I have heard of of guys that just use even like when they take showers they only will use filtered water and things what? like that. How
2: is that? Where you're dumping it over yeah. your head? You got a bucket.
4: Oh no, they they like they set up a like an extra like they pay for Tubing and stuff through their house, and they get it hooked up. It's a lot of money. Like it's <laughs> it's an whole, investment.
2: This is a whole world I didn't even know existed until now. Water softener. Water.
4: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, water snuff softener, water softeners. <laughs> right. Are uh, are a tank that you put in. It's not like yeah. a tubing that goes through your. Well, yeah. I imagine some, you know, one of those machines where the orange falls. What's that called? The <laughs> Rube Goldberg device.
4: Oh, I haven't thought about that. I've but, heard, you know, yeah, the re- and then filter. eventually
2: the filtered water comes.
4: Yeah. But people that, I've I've heard people that use that, like, for their showers and, like, for everything, they say they, they, they can even notice a difference in, in that, too.
2: But they were already mentally ill to begin with, so <laughs> is it, uh, can you trust that?
4: Maybe it's just a placebo effect. Yeah, maybe. But they do work
2: hmm. on people. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of placebo effects... <laughs> but not, re- <laughs> not, really. <laughs> not really not really not really um switching gears yeah uh, we have a special guest today mr steve draper uh, the director of fort hood museums yay and uh steve may i call you steve or yes, Mr. please New? steve i remember you from when i was in the cave
5: i've been here for a minute. you have Ooh, how you long have, have you been here um uh, it'll be 28 years Wow. Yeah, my first. He's my even f- been here longer than yeah, it's me. longer than you. My first <laughs> yeah. commander was Wesley Clark. Wow. Yeah. What
4: was that?
3: Millennial. Millennial. <laughs> <You know, laughs> yeah,
5: That's oh. all good. Well, let me see. Wesley Clark was a presidential candidate. Oh. He was, I think, Bill Clinton's roommate Whoa. at Harvard. Um,
4: He's in a pod. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. He, uh, he lost <gasps> to Lincoln what
4: no, no. <laughs> i was like wait that was a while ago yeah huh but wow. who did he
1: lose to are you making fun of millennials not knowing history
2: no i, I don't even have to do that oh yeah it's but it is we, good make, we, we are here to it's a good talk segue though history that's Yay.
3: true you know and, and our roots
2: fort hood has done a great job of preserving yes it's history
1: especially the calves
2: mm-hmm. yeah
4: we love our traditions
2: Oh, yeah, you are in the CAV, aren't you? Yeah. How's that working out for you?
4: Oh, man, they go the extra mile.
2: Don't they? It's the patch. Yeah. It's the patch. Yeah. So uh, the CAV uh, Museum, tell us a little bit about that for the the listeners who have not been.
5: Well, the CAV Museum was created in 1971 when the division came back uh, from Vietnam and came to Fort Hood. Before that, they were at Fort Bliss. Oh, wow. um, and so they came back from Vietnam, and uh, they brought all these souvenirs back from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they created uh, the museum, uh, which was its core of its collection was you know Vietnam stuff. But over the years, uh, they have been collecting, and of course, since I've been there, um, we continue to collect uh, new materials on on the first cave kind of history. So we've got some pretty interesting stuff uh, through the collection, and and now I've been tasked with overseeing both museums. So I, I look at the 1st Cavalry Division as well as the 3rd Cavalry Regiment wow, mm-hmm. and a collection of artifacts and memorabilia uh, on the history of Fort Hood in the 3rd
2: Corps. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, I <sighs> remember going through the museum my first time and just being blown away uh, from the history of it. And then you guys added another wing. Right. To the war that I was involved in, so it was weird to see um, a room go up with history in it of stuff that I had just experienced.
4: Ugh. Did that make you feel old?
2: No, it's just <laughs> it's a it's bizarre to look at stuff and think this stuff's in a museum and I was there.
5: Yeah, current. It, we've weird. we've tried to do current history as much as we can, mm-hmm. and of course the problems is we're now we're running out. We've run out of space, mm-hmm. but it was an interesting time to be able to go. Uh, to uh, be able to uh, tell that story. In fact, I went over to Iraq yes. for 3 mm-hmm. months. Yeah, I remember. Oh. And uh served along uh, in the trenches with everybody else. Nice. Got shot got shot at and Ugh. and uh have the honor of being a uh, combat curator. Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> and so I got a chance to uh to witness it firsthand and then collect materials and collect anecdotes and and uh, information on that. so we were able to consolidate that into a nice collection. And it's interesting because um, um, a lot of the visitor, a lot of the chi- the parents of soldiers who, de- who deployed didn't really understand where they were coming from and what the whole war was all about. Mm-hmm. And in particular, those who had lost their lives, you know, they'd lost their their children. And we had one case in particular I remember distinctly is that um, he had died uh, in, a, gu- in a, a battle in, in Fallujah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh it was it was neat because we were able to say okay here's the street he died on and here's what he was doing and it and it kind of gave them closure to uh to all of that so uh i mean the museums had that kind of purpose
2: wow mm-hmm. that's that's heavy yeah that's heavy stuff um now i noticed the the museum really though hadn't been updated since i think oif2 uh, is that crazy? Is there...
5: Yeah, we go up and right now. The current museum goes up to, to two thousand five.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's us. So, when are we? We get more. Is there? Is there plans to do more? Because unfortunately, we we've continued on. We're still involved in some ways in Iraq, mm-hmm. and then Afghanistan. We're heavily involved in. Um, wouldn't it be nice to have have more space to to have all house all that? Tell yes. A story.
5: Yes. And not only house first Cav history, but third Cav history and Fort Hood three core history.
2: So you don't have to go hopping from here to here to here on post. You that's can go correct. to a central mm-hmm. location. Because you know, what's interesting is the Cav Museum right now, and I, I talk about the Cav Museum because that's the one I'm most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um is more than just a, a building. Outside of it are all these wonderful machines um, from war Jeeps. There's a missile. There's tanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's all. There's a walking tour you can take yourself on mm-hmm. uh, through the history mm-hmm. of the CAV and the weapons they used right up to modern day... What is that, an MRAP they have there? Yeah, Some, an MRAP. Um, big anti- uh ied that
5: was the last thing out of iraq right that was the last mrap out of iraq
1: wow phase one phase (laughs) one yeah that's
2: funny i got to ride in one when they were just (laughs) testing them and it was a special deal it was when uh, we were giving back southern iraq back Uh to the iraq iraqis and so they were going to take this down there it was a big deal that i got to ride in it i just remember just getting so motion sick (laughs) <laughs> in Whoa. the back of this thing and then having to get in after the ceremony and thinking oh not this thing again oh yeah. so that's what i think about anytime i see those getting, do
4: you get nauseous when you look at it <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad but I, oh, okay. all those
2: memories do come back
5: well it, it's a huge machine and uh and the whole story of how we got it was kind of interesting because it is the la- it was the last vehicle in the convoy to cross over into kuwait It mm-hmm. uh and it was uh, the unit that was carrying, it was a medical unit. And so they had, it was uh, medics that were at the, the, the end of the line. And so luckily, somebody had the forethought to say, hey, that needs to be in the museum. Mm-hmm. And so through the, the kindness of strangers and, and the command staff, we were able to, to get that. And that is one of the core artifacts in the United States Army collection. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and so it, uh, it, it's going to have a nice place. In the new museum, new museum. Let's what? talk about
1: new that. museum. <coughs>
5: new museum, new museum.
1: Museum. <laughs> there are plans afoot.
5: Yes, there are. And so, just to kind of tell you, we have been working for the last, oh, I guess, seven years. Uh, key leaders here and at Fort Hood, um, the the community itself, uh, command staff, have been working to try to develop a new museum that uh, will tell the story. Of not only the first cab but the third cavalry regiment, some of the units of Fort Hood, and in particular uh, Fort Hood and first in and three corps history, and so we have now are getting pretty close. Wow! Uh, if you, it's now that light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. is about the, the size of a fifty cent piece. Well, so where is this
2: museum going to be located at?
5: So the new museum will be located right next to the horse detachment. Okay, right oh. there at the gate. So it'll be open. So you won't have to go through the gates. Right. That's um, nice. You'll just be able to uh, to go right into the museum. Um, and the Mounted Warfare Foundation um, is raising the funds for that. And I can I can tell you that the phase one of that f- uh, fundraising campaign has been completed. The offer of gift has been sent up through the chain of command, through mm-hmm. Fort Hood and MCOM and, and everybody else. And it is up in the Secretary of the Army. Has signed it, and the last hurdle wow. is it has to go through a congressional review. Okay, now Congress doesn't really have to do anything; they just have to look at it. Sure. And then once that happens, um, the foundation um, can then start construction, break some uh, and, ground, and break some ground. So wow. the groundbreaking uh, is still uh, in the air. Sure. Uh, we're talking sometime this summer.
2: Well, we know how Congress works, so well
5: we're hoping <laughs> we're hoping that happens here in the next day or two. But uh, in, the next, uh, in the next few weeks, uh, the public affairs office here at Fort Hood um, and the Museum Foundation uh, will come up with a, with a date for, uh, for groundbreaking. Well, that's very exciting. That's cool.
2: so mm-hmm. cool. How long do they think, guesstimate, it would take to fully build this museum? I mean, what are we talking about? Because the, the first CAV Museum is, it's not huge, but it's it's a nice size it's one floor are we talking like multi level but yeah, the first
5: cab museum's exhibit galleries uh are about 6000 square feet okay uh the new building um phase 1 which is the main gallery the uh, the uh, rotunda there's a changing exhibit gallery some um you know offices and stuff like that um just the cha- the new gallery uh is uh Thirteen or excuse me, fourteen thousand square feet. Wow! And wow. then the second phase, the foundation, is another eleven thousand square feet. Wow. So they're hoping to. So we'll that have double. close to twenty-eight 000 to thirty thousand square feet of, of exhibit space. Is but, the
1: plan to have vehicles outside again, like the, uh, like, you, like you have it now? Or we'll
5: not? have some, some, but it won't. We won't be moving the park as you see it today. Okay. okay. Uh, and then some of those vehicles, like the MRAP, uh, and a couple others the striker from the third cap mm-hmm. will end up over inside the inside. building itself. Oh wow mm-hmm.
2: so what will be
5: what will become of the uh, the f- museum now? The two museums now will close okay and uh, the collections will be will consolidate the collections into one building mm-hmm. and that'll be a storage facility because uh, uh, we still will be collecting artifacts'll uh, be, um, rotating artifacts through the exhibit, through the, through the new museum. So you'll, you have to have a, a sustainable collection. Sure. Um, and then, and then uh, everything else will kind of, will just kind of close in on itself. The, the, what the first, the first cab museum as we know it today will cease to exist. The third CAD museum oh. as we know it today will cease to exist, uh-huh. but you know, don't give me disheartened because we are building, you know, I'm working on the exhibit plan. And we will be telling the first Cad story and the third Cav story and the Fort Hood story and the third Cav story or third third, um, three-core history. Right. Mm-hmm. So that story is not going away. In fact, we're telling more of it. Um, so it's not going to wait. And then in addition to all of that, we'll have changing exhibits um, that, that we have a gallery of about 2,000. Square feet, of, it'll be for changing exhibits. Oh, that's cool. So not only we'll be telling, you know, the story of those units, but also other units at Fort Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, can, we can isolate, you know, and tell tell those stories as well. So there's lots of stuff they're doing. We're going to be doing a lot of, lot of uh, exhibits. We're doing a lot, a lot of electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, my staff, the four of us, uh, plus some folks from CMH, and some dedicated volunteers, um, have been working for the last almost two years now, wow. um, uh, creating this new exhibit plan. Now it's not the design, but it is what is going to go inside the building. Sure. Um, and then the designers will, will create the designs for us. Um, but, uh, we've been trying to, you know, with the real earn- honesty and earnesty, if I, that's the right word <laughs> to create, uh, you know, this, you know, so that, uh, you know people won't be sad but they'll be very happy and also other stories will be told cuz we're going to talk about not only you know the first calf third calf fort hood everybody else but we're going to we're going to expand stuff we're going to talk uh, a great deal uh, not a great deal we're going to talk a bit um on the tank destroyer program in world war 2 oh, cool. you know how that was created sure. and what an impact that had on fort hood or camp hood because mm-hmm. that's why Camp Hood was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll talk that is stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, we've got uh, talking about diversity, of course, that's a big issue. Today we're going to spend a lot of time, uh, a good portion of telling a story of women in, in, in here at Fort Hood sure. and talk about some of the, the people who have, some of the women who have, have, been, have played a major role in the story of uh, the Fort Hood, uh, the Fort Hood story uh, and calves. So we're going to highlight some of those. Some of those car- those folks as well, um, and then just kind of fill up uh, some with lots of different stuff that people didn't know about about Fort Hood, about First Cav. Uh, talk about it's kind of what we're we're kind of doing here is talking about mounted warfare mm-hmm. and how mounted warfare has been molded by these units that make up Fort Hood, um, and because we are, they can say whatever they want to, but this is you know, this is tank city for me oh yeah and sure. so uh, <laughs> so uh you know you can you know that you got i'm sure i'll get yelled at but you'll you've got you know fort benning with the armor school there and you've got first armor down in fort bliss but this is you know tank city well and I, so we're going to talk a lot about about that aspect of it.
2: i know this is the uh mounted cavalry museum um but i do have to ask Fort Hood is also quite famous for its air cavalry. Will there be any helicopter representation?
5: Yes, sir. We've got, uh, in fact, as you go into the main, into the rotunda, you'll, over your, flying over your head will be an OH-6. We've got, Oh wow! we've got a Huey that'll be going inside the the Vietnam section and we're working to find a Black Hawk that we can stick in there as well. So we'll have some aviation. That is a large building. Some aviation assets, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're also going to talk about, we've also got an exhibit about drones. Oh, that's uh, we're cool. Because that's a part of this. Anything that, mo- that moves troops into battle, we're going to kind of talk about it. So mm-hmm. it's the Mounted Warrior Museum. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
2: Well, I do know oh, cool. uh, if you need any uh, video product uh, from the 2004 to uh, 2008 time frame, uh the Cav should have uh, uh some high quality uh products. Really <laughs> uh, right. absolutely. And I do hope, uh knowing that uh you, you have a lot of space there, that there will be a podcast wing. Uh, maybe there could be some mannequins of us sitting around a table. Dave on a stick. Right. You could yeah. you could play old podcasts and we could be the little mannequins. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know we cast.
1: got
5: that kind of money. For, for the folks
1: for the folks that uh there are going to be some folks who are going to miss the First Cavalry Division Museum. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and you're currently closed now, doing it because of the pandemic, right? Yes,
5: we we are closed. Um, uh, the park is open, of course, but yes. uh, we are closed. Uh, the, 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 yeah. Our staff is working on uh, uh, on the exhibit plan. Sure. And uh, also, we're doing a hundred percent inventory of the collection. It's a lot that's- of work. That's wow. a lot of work. Because I've, uh,
2: I've been back there and seen it. you got a lot of stuff.
5: When you add everything up, we have both the three museums, actually the three collections, because we have First Cav, Third Cav, and Fort Hood mm-hmm. collections, over 9,000 objects. And so it,
2: oh, this isn't just objects to the to Vietnam War. You have objects that go back way farther than that. Oh, yes. So how, what's the earliest yeah, what's object? The thing?
5: Yeah. Currently, mm-hmm. that's a good question. Um, we've got some civil war material from the civil war. Um, sure. Uh, some equipment, some weapons that were used, swords and, or sabers and some rifles and stuff. Wow. But we're going with the new museum. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to the revolutionary
2: war. Oh, so that's very cool. So are you, wow. are you accepting donations from people? Yes, for we support? are. In fact, we
5: are. One of the reasons that I'm here today is kind of talk to people about, uh, things that we're looking for. Uh, you know, uh, there's, an, there's a famous saying we have in the museum community, on the way to the dump, we thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> and so what we're, but we are looking for some p- specific things. Uh, one of the things that we're looking for is stuff about, about Fort Hood High School.
0: Uh, hmm,
5: huh. you say to yourself. Really? There was a Fort Hood High School. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was a Fort Hood High School. Wow. Okay. So know. we're looking for some things that we can kind of tell that story, that transitional story. Uh, of uh, when the post was, you know, going from a camp to a post and that what, what kind of community we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for a WAC uniform. because well, I've seen a
2: lot of WAC uniforms. A lot of WAC, WAC, <laughs> Women's Army Corps.
5: Um, and, of course, uh, uh, you know, that, that, there were uh, quite a few uh, WAC, sol- WAC female soldiers here, women Army Corps
1: on the spot correction. On the spot, on <laughs> the spot correction. Well, the difference is the difference is, the difference is
5: the difference is that uh, the WACS were not regular army per se. Right. Huh. They were an auxiliary. That's interesting. And it was until until the 1970s mm-hmm. that women were introduced or brought back brought into the army as regular army soldiers. Right. Now they weren't serving in combat units. At the time you're still in support units, but of course that has changed today and we've got and rightfully so, we've got you know, women in serving in combat operations. So mm-hmm. absolutely neat. and that story we we'll hope to tell as well.
4: Yeah. What's auxiliary?
2: It's
5: auxiliary. What is what is auxiliary?
4: We said they were not auxil- they weren't active. Does it's that like mean like in reserve in addition
5: to yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: They're not officially
4: not Well women of, yeah, they were officially.
5: serving oh. they were serving as clerks, nurses, oh, pipists, typists. Okay, okay. uh, all kind of non combat Stuff so they the, weren't
4: called support, though?
5: No, nope. they were oh. called auxiliary back then. Yeah. Auxiliaries. Mm-hmm. a long
1: time ago. Okay.
2: Before you That's were a, born,
5: remember kids? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So what cool. what other
5: kind of stuff are you looking for? Um, the WAC uniform, uh, anything that kind of tells us a Fort Hood history. Uh, some of the different, we're, you know, calf stuff were pretty good, third Cav. Uh, it's kind of filling that Fort Hood story mm-hmm. that we're looking for. Uh, photographs. Um, anything that, about the Fort Hood community, especially in the forties and the fifties, uh, we want to try to that story. We're looking for Elvis stuff. <laughs> Anybody got any pictures of Elvis Presley? Um, what we're going to be doing as part of one of the exhibits is we have one of the we have two of the original Fort Hood um, uh, f- phone booths, mm-hmm. and so we're going to have Elvis Presley standing in a phone booth talking you know just to somebody in the phone <laughs> That's booth. Cool. if you need
2: a model for someone to be Elvis i could fit in, but it would be the late 70s <laughs> yeah <laughs> Elvis. thank
5: you thank you very much oh, that was <laughs> good that was very good yeah. so we'll have that um uh, we are looking for um on Jackie Robertson All right. we're looking for materials that i have when he was here mm-hmm. uh, cuz we're going to tell that story as well so there's that that kind of stuff those materials is the kind of things we're looking at right now. I don't and then we will publish um, on the Museum Foundation's Facebook page as well as our own Facebook pages uh, for more things as we find holes that we need to fill.
2: Well, I don't think a lot of people knew that Jackie Robinson was at Fort Hood. I think mean, that's pretty no, cool. I did. Oh, I knew. I didn't know that. We'll see, she doesn't even know who that is.
1: Who is he?
4: A Jackie Robinson.
2: Yes. Jackie
1: Robinson.
2: Cuckoo, cachoo, Jackie no. Robinson. Oh, I don't no. know. I don't is know. that baseball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But what about baseball?
4: I don't know. He broke,
2: he
1: broke the color barrier. Oh, okay. that's right. He, he threw, was African American. He a while. threw that fast.
5: Oh, that's. <laughs> and of course, he. And of course, the big thing is that he was court-martialed here or oh. attempted. To be court-martialed here oh, because yeah. he wouldn't. It wasn't a great he, story here at Fort Hood. Yeah.
4: Oh it, no. Uh, oh. He
5: uh, wasn't allowed to to uh, sit in the front of the bus, oh. and he said, "I'm an officer, and I will sit where I want to." And he got mm-hmm. court-martialed for yeah, it. Yeah, he got. They, oh. It was. It was a it was a case, but uh, I he was exonerated. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, and then transferred to Fort Riley.
1: Oh.
2: But hey, pro tip: he went on to. Uh, to greater things. I guess that was a spoiler, not really a tip. That <laughs> Spoil- was a spoiler. Spoiler. He we went on to do greatness.
5: History is a history is not only the fun things, the good things, mm-hmm. but it's also the things that make us uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that we're kind of dealing with today, yeah, is um, people want to hide all the uncomfortable history. And we need to tell that story, you know, own that, it. Yeah. You know, and own it. Um, the army has always been very good about about dealing with social issues, the Army has been the leader in many cases, especially in in in, in integration mm-hmm. uh, you know um, we are the social experiment, and uh you know the Army's had you know the courage to take on some issues like this and and do things so it's important for us to tell that story as well no, absolutely I, agree. I mm-hmm.
2: totally agree, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the museum when it is complete how long is it going to take to build the whole thing do they think well
5: um if they start construction this summer mm-hmm. um it'll probably be, the building will be completed sometime in in uh 22 two years plus yeah yeah two years is is short yeah um you know so it'll be it'll be early 22 um and then um so how this process goes, we're building the building first. Sure. Um, and so that'll, that, and uh, at the same time, or actually starting in October, we will do the design for the exhibits. That'll be contracted out. And then once that is, we have the design, then we'll contract out for the installate or for the construction and installation. Mm-hmm. And then, so those will be built separately. Sure. Um, and then uh, in tw- late 22 or mid 22, then we'll start. Once the building is, we can occupy the building, then we will start moving exhibits in and creating those exhibits and moving vehicles in and wow. all that kind of stuff. Will there be a gift shop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a gift shop? <clears throat> That's yeah. very cool. I know and and right the now. gift shop will expand. Of course, I have to remind myself that I don't work for the Museum Foundation. Mm-hmm. I work for the Army, so I can't speak on... On what our our friends over in the foundation do, but mm-hmm. but they tell me that there's going to be an, a gift shop. Well, that, yeah.
2: the gift shop you have now is neat. I always thought it yeah. was neat. Yep. it's they the only
4: place the... that you can get the big sabers mm-hmm. that you put on the stetson. I always
2: liked the calf branding irons that they had. Do They still have those oh, branding, irons? branding irons. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, it's a branding iron. It's got a calf patch at the end of it.
4: I didn't know they had that. You can harass
2: your friends with it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, but we we order the 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 sabers.
2: The sabers? Like, like a, an the, actual saber?
4: No, the like the ones that go on your Stetsons, the big ones. Oh, okay. Because even clothing sales does not even have the big ones. They the just have the big, small ones.
2: Big sabers for your Stetsons? You mean the little cross sabers in the mm-hmm. front? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. the Indian War. You can only War, get it there. The
4: Indian okay. War it's Cross. the sabers. only place. So we have to order it like every every month or so.
2: Is
3: because you said we're ceremonial.
2: big saber. Yeah, for the, the Stetson, th- I imagine like one of those arrows that you put on, it looks like it's going through your head, oh, like a big saber. I'm like, what did that happen?
4: When they were riding like their fathers in twenty one,
2: what twenty one?
4: That's part of the song. What song? The 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 uh, the three, the uh, first calf song.
2: There's a first calf song.
3: <gasps>
4: yeah, we you sing we sing it every morning in formation. Do you?
2: Is that a band thing or is no? A...
4: It's a it's a calf thing. Can you everyone for us sing now? It? Oh, I'm so bad at singing though.
2: No, nobody's gonna know. Sing it. Oh. No, side. no.
4: Because, hold on. Now, now I'm like, now I'm getting nervous. Hold on. You no, know, there's nobody here in this. I think the beginning. We're the Cav. Yeah, we're the first, first team. team. Our saber shining in. in the sun. We are the Cav. We are the first team. Our fathers rode in '21. We have a heritage that will never die because we ride our Charger Sabres high. We are the calf. We are the first team. We're Gary Owens, sound the charge. All my bandmates are cringing now.
1: (laughs) No, that was actually really good.
4: Yeah. And you have to do the motion. You have to have your... There's dance moves? There's dance moves. That
1: was almost like two snaps and a twist.
4: You have to do the (laughs) Sabres high. Where
2: was that when we were in? Did they have that? Is that a Did Y'all
4: do that? We were no. in the
5: wartime Cav.
4: Oh, we were never around ah, for that
5: stuff. We should have been oh.
2: singing and dancing all the way through that war. That yeah. Cav
5: song is very—it's old. It goes back, it goes back to the you know to the to the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the problem was it kind of faded away, and it uh, got resurfaced again because of the band. Actually, really, it's, it's the, the band. Is. The band. Our. our yeah. Uh, one of the band directors, uh, and I cannot remember her name. She'll kill me. She's here. <laughs> um, she was in a, 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 a former whack. Uh, I think I've heard of she, her. Uh, she <sighs> here. What was I her name? I can't think of her name now. Oh, it'll kill me. Anyway, she's out there in TV land or uh, radio land. So mm-hmm. she'll say something and she'll yell at me. But anyway, um, she kind of resurrected it again, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like, and it's you know, it's kind of grown. It's like the Cav hat. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's kinda it's kinda grown out of nothing and yeah. become a big thing. Notice
1: he didn't use brand names, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Cav hat.
5: The Cav the hat.
4: hat. But yeah, this you have to do the saber motion or, or you get yelled at. So you have you have to have your pretend saber. And then some sometimes like we get silly silly with it where you pretend like you're you're putting it back or you people will pretend fight when oh, it goes
2: out. That seems like a very banned kind of thing to do.
5: Yeah. Well. I will tell you one will, thing about mm-hmm. the band, too, is the band is going to play a role in the new museum, too. Really?
2: Uh, did you know about
5: this? Brianna? I did not know this about, about this. Stop uh, and, so we're going this to stuff you and in. I think this is above my pay grade. Wow. So we're, we're, going to, uh, some of the, we're going to have some of the marches that uh, are part of the first Cav history and, 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 and Tank Destroyer history. Mm-hmm. And so the, the band is going to play the music uh, for that. So when you go in and you push the button... You'll be hearing the first oh team thing. Oh, my play. goodness. Cool. It's cool. Oh, I'll live on cool. forever. Well, the problem is, people have to push a button to hear you, and you know how
2: lazy people are.
4: Oh, I'm fine with that. I,
2: it. Eh, don't want I can push. I can
4: come back and push the button myself. Like, oh, <laughs> It'll get stuck. <laughs> <That> <laughs> It'll get
2: stuck. Playing. It'll just play <laughs> continuously.
4: That's cool. I, I haven't even heard of this. Yep. Wow. So we've got. Oh, my goodness. It's a, we've,
5: we've got the, um, the uh, Tank Destroyer song. And we've got the music for that, in the band's there's a that. tank destroyer song, oh, Corona. I, I, Everybody's got one.
2: <laughs>
4: I don't know that song. Everybody's oh, okay. got a song. I only and know then, the cab and of course,
5: one. um one. Uh, boots and spurs.
4: Oh, I do know that one.
5: Boots, boots and, spurs, and spurs. Boots and spurs. Everybody, come
2: on. Boots and spurs. I only know
4: the flute part. Do <laughs> <laughs> do 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 do. Yeah, the, just that's all. So boots
5: like. and spurs was was uh, um, the song was created by John Philip Sousa. Okay, um, in honor Love of. Him. Of Major or Colonel uh, Dorsey. And Dorsey was, um, along with the division commander of the 1st Cat Division, created the Cav Patch.
4: I didn't know that. Wow. Wow. Did you get your Spurs yet? No. See? That's why you're
2: still a specialist.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, but they've only had one Spur ride since I've been here. And I had to work, I had to perform in the schools. So, Uh, like, 90% of the band couldn't even do it because we were all performing that day. I was sad because I wanted to I wanted to try for it.
2: Well, maybe next time. Next
4: time. But I don't know when. Yeah. It's been over a year. In
2: you can borrow my spurs. Oh, no. wait. Those are combat spurs.
4: Oh, <laughs> I'm good. I don't. I've already done that. I don't need to do it again. Mm. I'll be fine with if I get them here. I'll be. I'll be so healthy. speaking
1: of earning their spurs, Steve, you really, are, you know, 28 years here at Fort Hood. Yeah. You got a
5: big job ahead of you. Yeah. This is kind of my. uh not my swan song, but it's yeah. it's my legacy, I guess, to the, yeah. de, to, the uh, to Fort yeah. Hood. It's, it's to cherry on complete. top, right? Yeah, cherry on top, That's indeed. So cool. Yeah, I'm really appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I'm celebrating my 35th year in federal oh, service. Oh, so wow.
4: Thank you for your service. Wow. That's wow. incredible. Wow!
5: wow. So well, I'm just going to give fair warning: mm-hmm. when I retire, I want to troop the troop the line <laughs> on horseback. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs>
5: So uh, uh, that'll be a couple of years down the road. Oh, yeah. Let me, they let me let you
2: ride a horse. Yeah. Let me uh, write a, a check that you can cash. Uh, that will absolutely happen. <laughs> I, I guarantee it right here on the podcast. <laughs> just tell them, Hey, they said so on the podcast and then they'll uh, have to listen to they'll it, renew say, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That guy said so. Who's that guy? So we want to thank you so much for having you. Uh, thank on you. The thank podcast.
5: you. And again, you know, we just stay tuned. Uh, there's things are happening they're happening fast and uh, there'll be some press releases coming out here in the near future to talk about the the uh, the groundbreaking and and stay tuned
2: uh, i'm sure but you heard it here first yeah. it's going to be huge news it's going to be a big deal it is yeah. a big deal a big deal okay folks well we'll be right back after these messages and then uh, you'll get smarter cuz we'll say stuff and then you'll know <laughs> don't laugh it's the truth All right. See you later. If you've got problems and feel like you just
1: can't get answers, there's a place for you to turn. The Inspector General's Hotline. They take your issues seriously. If you're at the end of your rope and need someone to reach out to,
3: grab a pen and take down this number. 254-287-7209. That's 254-287-7209.
1: The Fort Hood Office of the Inspector General. They inspect General's so you don't have to.
2: Hey golfers, are you looking for a new course to play? The Courses of Clear Creek is a 27-hole course with challenging greens located in the scenic rolling hills of Fort Hood. With a 300-yard driving range, two putting greens, and a four-hole kids course, we're the premier golf course in Central Texas. Our pro shop is always stocked with the latest golfing equipment and name-brand apparel, while our beautiful pavilion overlooking the course is a great place to enjoy a cold beverage. The Courses of Clear Creek, open to the public, offering annual, monthly, and summer membership packages. us a call today at 254-287-4130, or find us on the web at hood.armymwr.com.
0: Fort Hood's great big podcast, factual, fantastical, brilliant fun. Who writes this crap?
4: Coming on strong on
3: a Monday. I feel so low, won't be long till one day.
1: When you know, coming on strong. And how exactly are we going to enlighten anybody? You're making, you're writing checks you can't cash. That's brother.
2: not true. Just by being in the same ear with us. And I say oh. that because I assume we've got headphones on. Do you
3: have a headphone? Hello. <laughs> this is this is your conscience.
2: You've been bad. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't think Brianna thought we would give them anything they wanted to hear either.
2: No. Well, she left. Yes, she did. <laughs> you know what? People probably don't realize this. Um, Brianna isn't part of the public affairs team. Right.
1: She's a soldier with a real job.
2: Yeah. So whenever she's on, she's kind of loaned to us. Right. She's got to fit this into her daily routine. So
1: Hey, she's moonlighting mm it. Yeah.
2: We always have to, okay, anytime a guest is going to come in and we're going to film, we got to contact Brianna. Hey, is this time work for you? Can you get off? How much time you got? Yeah. So... She is off doing important band things. I think that's an oxymoron. <laughs> um, <Could be. laughs> but she's Could off be. doing. And, so, and speaking of band stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have some sad news. Oh. The Hubcats, who have provided us with music here since day one. Yes, they have. On the podcast. In fact, I'm going to pull up some little Hubcats right now. All right. They're hearing the Hubcats in it. the background out of, out of Florida. Yeah, New Florida, Smyrna Beach, Florida. They are no more. Oh. The Hubcats have gone their separate ways. They have yowled for the last time. Oh. They were uh, New Smyrna Beach, Florida's premier jug band, and I guess they will remain that way in the annals of history. Oh, there you go. So we want to thank the Hubcats for providing us with music, and we still have recordings of them, yes, so we do. they will at least live on here on the podcast until we get sick of them. <laughs> Thank you, Hubcats. Yes. Thank you. So we've got, actually, we've got great selection of music on here, not to toot our own horns, but the Hubcats, the Coronados, we got Ultra Ozu, a guy out of Minnesota. (laughs) We got uh, Justin Stokes, who's uh, here at Texas Fellow, and Will Courtney, the guy that does our intro song. Hey, he's my favorite. Yeah. Will is great. And he does the music that was right before this segment. And right. he does our outro music. Yes, he does. So, and he was going to be on tour, but Corona kind of stopped that.
1: Yes, it did.
2: So, hopefully, that can raise and he can go on tour again. And you can maybe go see him if you want. Tell him you listen to the podcast. He'll say, What are you talking about?
1: Well, I will definitely do that. You should. I you will. Should.
2: All right. Well, this is a shorter podcast but we've got a, a busy week yeah we do so uh, sorry about that maybe maybe there are people celebrating yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> we don't have to listen to them <laughs> so long this week uh,
1: no rabbit hole no
2: no i could come up with something yeah i, know I can could. i can hop down something real quick that's what you do that is what
1: let's I do. let's let's save it for next time yeah
2: we will all right well uh i want to thank you guys for sticking around and listening to us i'm looking forward to seeing that museum Absolutely when it gets built. Really, really stoked for that. I
1: think anybody that served in the army is a historian at heart. Yeah.
2: Have you been to the, the World War One Museum? I have not. Or the World War II Museum? But the, the Nimitz Museum. Not here. There's so many
1: I've been to World War II museums, but
2: you not should this go one. To the World War One Museum in Kansas City is amazing. And I'm not this is some guy that's not into necessarily military history. I gotta
1: have a reason to go to Kansas City other than a museum,
2: though. They have barbecue. They have
1: barbecue
2: here. Oh yeah, dull. <laughs> <laughs> How would I space out on that? <laughs> they want barbecue in the Kansas City. <laughs> like, Oy. Let's go to North Carolina. <laughs> they do barbecue. Ah. Um, oh, I am so stupid.
1: Tell a Texan that North Carolina barbecue is good.
2: Well, I tell you that they had the Royals, but there's nothing in. Oh my God, nothing into that. <laughs>
1: All right. Oh. There's the
2: rabbit hole. All right. We should probably say goodbye. Yeah, that's it for this. We already got the music going. So, all right, everybody. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah.